Welcome to this holiday special from Star Wars and Character Neozaz.com, the Star Wars and Character No Special Swickmas Special. I am Matt, and I will be your host for this year's holiday celebration. It's that time of year again where all four of us put our heads together and come up with stories, songs, ideas, and put a tremendous amount of work into putting in our annual holiday-themed episode of Star Wars and Character. But... 2020 has been a strange year, and I don't think I need to recap for anyone how strange it is. I don't even know if I could at this point. It's been a year that feels like it's taken 20 years to get through, but at the same time, I cannot believe that we are in the last weeks, not only of December, but of the entire year already. Now, the Swickmas specials are always somewhere in our minds throughout the entire year, but this year, I don't think any of us ever were able to quite figure out not only what to do, but how to do it. But I couldn't let this holiday season go without doing something for Swickmas. I mean, we did do that one year and uh, it didn't go over so well. So in this special, we're going to take a walk down Swickmas memory lane. So it's a bit of a best of, in other words, but it's a little more than that, too. And to help explain that and explain why I'm the one presenting that this year, we don't really have titles on Swick. We just call ourselves the panelists for each episode. That is exactly how each episode opens up. But I think it's pretty common knowledge to almost anyone that's listened over the years is that I am the one that takes on the editor role for most of what we do on Swick, including the Swickmas specials. And having edited 16 specials over the past 10 years, not only do I have a few stories to share about some of the moments during these recordings, I've also got some recordings that no one has ever heard before. That is until today. So let's get started with that walk down Swickmas memory lane. When talking about these Star Wars and character Swickmas specials, I'm reasonably sure that the first thing that most of our listeners think of are the scripted stories, the ridiculous song parodies, the long form Star Wars inspired Christmas discussions some of the call-in specials, the things that we really sunk a lot of time in putting together year after year. But our holiday episode tradition started one full year before the very first script or song parody or call-in was ever made. The first holiday special we ever did for Stars and Character was in 2011 when we reviewed and discussed the 1978 CBS Star Wars holiday special. And for at least one of us, this was the first time they'd ever seen that broadcast. Well, I guess before we get into the actual nuts and bolts of this uh, turd, <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, go through the the four of us and see if if we had seen this before, and if not, I mean, and I'll go first. I've sent this before. Uh, as big a Star Wars fan as I've always been, I had never seen this ever, ever, and I can't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> what about you, uh, Tim? Um, I, to be honest, I did not know of this existence uh, of this, uh, show's existence until I was probably around 20 or 21. It was around the time that the special editions came out that Chris and I and you went, started going to conventions. And I remember going by those bootleg video tables and seeing that there, I had no idea what it was. Um, and this was before I, I even had a computer with the internet. So I remember just buying it for like 20 bucks and then bringing it back, um, to I believe Chris and I watched it and we were both 
just dumbfounded. We were both completely naked and dumbfounded. <laughs> Is that the first time you saw it too? I don't yes. remember. I, I, I think so. I don't remember seeing it back then. I, I probably. Tim's, Tim's probably right. What about you, Matt? I mean, has have amongst the four of us, any of us, you know, like four or five year old kids know this is going to be on TV and we're allowed to stay up late and watch it? Did you see this before, you know, it became, became a bootleg DVD? I absolutely did. I saw the airing of this. Wow. Oh, yes. And... <laughs> I don't know if this is a fabricated memory, but I think I have a pretty vivid memory of asking my parents, say about halfway through, asking them, did I have to keep watching this? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) And your mom said, oh, yes. Wow, that's... (laughs) Hopefully not like that, though. (laughs) There's a huge piece of stars and character history in this episode that's probably not obvious, especially with having an entire decade worth of of, of a library, a lexicon, uh, episodes since then having been posted and listened to. And that bit of history is that this is the first episode ever hosted by Dave. Even more historic in those terms is that this is the first episode that was ever hosted. The first episode of Star Wars in Character ever hosted by anyone other than Tim. And there is a story to that. The start of that story is that Tim was indeed supposed to host that episode. That was the plan. We weren't even a year into this podcast. I think, I think, without looking at the dates in front of me, I think we we're about nine months, ten months at the most. We were into stars and character. At this point, it had always been Tim hosting the episodes. In that first year, we were on a pretty good streak of having recordings ahead of releases so that we would have something every week for that first year, maybe even the first two years of the series. And to do that, we typically recorded more than one episode a night. It'd be two, three, four. I don't think many more than four, but it'd always be more than one a night. That night, we were going to do this holiday special review and the Ruse Tarpoles episode. With Ruse Tarpoles being a prequel character and being a obscure character, when we got on to record... Tim was the only one that knew anything of what we were going to talk about. He had all the notes. He had his plans on how he wanted the, the the points that he wanted to make in the conversation and what was going to be presented. None of us had any idea who Ruse Tarples was. On the other hand, all four of us had watched the holiday special in preparation for that Christmas-themed episode. With that, Tim asked Dave if he could lead the holiday special episode so Tim could save what was left of his voice or the Ruse Tarples recording. Now, if you've heard the holiday special review, you know Dave agreed. What you might not know is that when Tim asked this, it was literally minutes into our Skype connection for that night's recording. This was not discussed over text messages or Facebook throughout the day. With minutes of notice, Dave took his first hosting role on Star Wars in character. With no notes, with no prior planning... But yet, didn't miss a single beat or ridiculous point to make of this holiday special. Knowing that myself and listening to this just about every year, I it never ceases to impress me how Dave pulled off an hour and a half conversation about the holiday special without missing anything that needed to be pointed out 
and discussed and joked about. It's a really impressive moment in the history of the show. And now with that information shared, I'm going to play a bit of that episode to demonstrate a bit more of this almost unbelievable step into the hosting role that Dave took that night. C-3PO and Princess Leia. Oh my God. C-3PO and Princess Leia show up on one of these little TV sets (laughs) and she can't understand them. Luke can understand them, but she can't. And she's I'm like, Mala, it's so good to see you in the Wookiees. And how the hell do they even know each other? <laughs> now, you said Luke was a dick to R2. Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> so what's the word for, for her? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. no. She looks like she gives him a look like, I am going to slap the shit out of you, you metal fuck. I mean, that is the look <laughs> on her face in one shot. <laughs> she sounds so fake, too. Capitalized mm. day. Well, she don't give a shit about them. Happy Life Day. Where's Han? She just she just called him walking carpets like two months ago. You know, I have that exact <laughs> freaking thing written down. Like she's so into Life Day, and it's like I'm gonna sing at your thing, and not how you know maybe two weeks ago she's saying get this walking carpet out of my way, and not long after this she's gonna say. She just as soon kiss a Wookiee. Like, like that's the thing that pops into her mind is the worst example of something you could kiss. Happy Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> and here she is. Mala, it's so good to see you. I'm going to sing. <laughs> what a... <laughs> if you call that singing, that she... note is so hard. <laughs> what a two-faced... Yeah? So. <laughs> Happy Life Day. Shut her off. I don't want to hear her anymore. I sound like Han Solo. I don't want to talk to her. She's a political figure that has no home. So now all of a sudden she is sucking up to everybody, but she's such an ingrained politician and uh, I guess in a sense royalty that it, she just can't pull it off with any sincerity is what's going on there. I like that explanation. She's a politician. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll accept that because otherwise she's just a jerk. Like, <laughs> I like that explanation too. She's just a jerk. <laughs> it runs in their family. <laughs> yeah. My father had it. I have it. My sister's a jerk, too. <laughs> Especially the droids and animals. <laughs> All right. Well, so, and right after that, to me, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, but I actually enjoyed the Jefferson Starship song. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I didn't I'm, like it. I'm with Dave. Uh, okay, I like uh, it. <laughs> 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 Me and Tim are knee deep in the hoopla. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I, I will say the first time I heard this, I was like, "What is this shit?" Yeah. Mm. And when I was watching the DVD a couple days ago, I was actually laying there, you know, like, "Yeah, I like this." Uh, no air, like, air drumming and yeah. Were they like like the like the the top shit like that month or that week or something? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't think Starship was that. Jefferson Starfish. Bleh. Starfish. Jefferson Star, Star, 
<laughs> Jefferson Starship was that huge in the seventies. This is well, well before we built this city. Uh, yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Their I think this is like was. a lull in there. I love that song too. They weren't even sure. Jefferson Starship with "We Built This City." That was they're Jefferson Starship. Airplane. No, they're a Starship. They're just oh, playing yeah. Starship. Well, what is this one called? This is between that. This is between Jefferson this, Airplane and, and Starship. Starfish, Dave. It's Jefferson yeah. Starship. <laughs> this is like this Jeff- is when they were transitioning from a psychedelic, you know, LSD band, trying to make it as an arena rock group without Gray Slick. Without Gray Slick, and then when Gray Slick come back, uh, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> I like the song. They I, um I didn't mind it at all. I mean, in fact, if this was available on iTunes, I'd pay 99 cents for it. Is it, Matt? <laughs> I ain't even going to look cuz I, I I already feel bad enough that Dave spent time on this. I'm not going to spend money. No, I I, this, uh, I like the song and I like the basis. He did the whole spinal tap Harry Shear. <laughs> I did like this the song was microphone. the first this song was the first single off of a greatest hits collection for Jefferson Starship. And when they put it out on seven inch single, uh, they actually, cause I guess they thought that this show was going to be huge for them. It actually promoted at the bottom as heard on the Star Wars holiday oh special. <laughs> well, that certainly explains why only one of us or two of us knew who the hell they were. <laughs> I, I, I like the song. To me, to me, at least this was, I didn't hate this part. So thank you, Matt. You're welcome. I still don't know why. <laughs> I still don't know why that guy's watching it. The review of the infamous 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special was the official start of our holiday tradition. We had a blast doing that episode. If it's not evident in the recording, let me reassure you, that was one of the most fun episodes we had done that year. Because there's so much to laugh at and poke fun of and then kind of also revere in a very weird sense about that special so now having stepped into the world of doing a traditional holiday episode i wouldn't say we knew we were going to do it again but the possibility was always there to explore and in fact this leads us into this next clip that i'm going to play now the next Christmas season was approaching. We weren't quite there yet. We're in late fall. I believe uh, Halloween was just around the corner. I think this conversation took place in October. And for the first time that year, we were discussing were we going to do another holiday special? Now, keep in mind, this is 2012. The prequels had come and gone. We No one knew that Disney was going to buy Star Wars and pump out all kinds of content. In fact, even more now as I'm recording this has just been announced. The original Star Wars holiday special was one of two official Star Wars holiday things in existence at the time, the other being the Star Wars Christmas album. And that's sort of the starting point of this recording that I'm going to play now. In early October 2012, we sat down to record a few episodes, and I started recording our conversation early. And I'm glad I did, because now I can share this never-before-heard recording of our original brainstorming session for the very first Star Wars in character Christmas spectacular. So let's let's do Battle Droids, Brendan and the Obi Wan Lizard. That'll give us time to figure out what the hell the name <laughs> of that lizard is. The Obi Wan Lizard. Obi Wan's Lizard. Oh boy! Actually, that would actually be pretty funny. My uh, okay, so You'll we can know what it's called when you. Yeah, just say we don't know what it's called. It's the, that that lizard that Obi Wan. <laughs> That would actually be pretty funny. That goddamn dragon. Nobody was lizard. Puff the magic dragon. Puff the 
lived under Obi. <laughs> so do we want to do Lizard, Durlin, Battle Droid? That sounds good, Tim. Okay. So <laughs> just say whatever you want for the Lizard. Do we want to do anything for a holiday this year? A holiday special thing? Maybe we could just do a uh, audio commentary. <laughs> we have to watch it again, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is there another Christmas type? I, thing? I only ask that because I've been cleaning out some files, and I see I have a copy of the Christmas, the holiday, or the Christmas album. Christmas in the stars. We could do. How about those? We could Ewok movies. Mm. I, I would have to get those on DVD. Uh, I don't own those. Yeah, what is that holiday record? What is it? It's Star Wars scene Christmas music. Like it's like the actors? Um it's it's Tim probably knows, yeah, I was gonna say Tim I'm sure knows. Yeah, it's uh, uh Anthony Daniels has C three PO throughout the whole thing and it's got like all these songs, but the the thing that's famous well, other than it being Star Wars, is it's first it's the first ever released recording of John Bon Jovi. He sings on it. His brother produced it. Right. And I tried to I tried to get in contact with Tony Bon Jovi last year about it. Um, because, movie. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe maybe I'll, I'll send another I'll send another uh, request out to him and see if we can set something up with that dude. Is there is that the only like official Christmas Star Wars thing? I think so. Yeah. There's Lego movies. <laughs> yeah. Those are Christmas? They have a no. Christmas one? Oh. <laughs> Trying to think of other crap that's saying there. like the Lego advent calendar and stuff. I'm trying to think of Christmas stuff. They had those greeting cards, the one with Yoda with the stuff on his back. But that's, yeah. I mean, we're we gonna talk about a card. <laughs> <laughs> Just go one by one through all the uh, Lucasfilm holiday cards. Cards, yeah. <clears throat> Are the songs funny? Um, it's it's kind of the same thing as the holiday special where it starts out like <laughs> stupid, and then it's like forty five minutes later you want to like drill your brain out. We could do this is this is the stupidest idea I ever thought of. Yeah, put all four he- heads together and we could write our own our own Christmas carols. Oh God! Like like <laughs> like, like, like Rudolph the Red Reindeer, but change it. And just make up our own Star Wars thing and sing it. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. It's frightening, but not bad. If we could get like really corny uh, karaoke music to lay down in the background oh, or yeah, something, like, yeah. bum bum bum. <laughs> we could we could uh, we could write a whole episode like one of those '80s Christmas specials where you're sitting hey! in, we're in Dave's we're in Dave's in his cabin in the woods and we stop by with our Christmas carols for him. <laughs> Dave will be uh, Dean Martin. He'll just get. St- slowly get more and more drunk as the show goes on. Hey, fuckers. That's, that's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah, I'm dreaming of a Hoth Christmas. Little old wine drinking me. That's dreaming of a Hoth Christmas. A Hoth Christmas? Yeah. yeah, like a variety special. Yeah, You'll see yeah. that Tauntaun running in the Wampo chasing that thing. <laughs> and then you play a Tauntaun sound effect. Yeah, uh, if we, solid we, we could probably get... <laughs> <laughs> Who has a red nose in the Star Wars world? A red nose? Yeah, like a red something. I don't know. R5-D4, the Jedi robot. No, too many syllables. Red nose. We got. I mean, we'll just pick our favorite characters and somehow it'll be funnier the more awkward it is. You got. We got to do a Porkins thing. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. Like, Run, run, Porkins! All I want for Christmas <laughs> is some fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. I like the run, run, Porkins. Run, 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 run
Run, run, Will Row. You got to get that computer core. That's better. <laughs> run, run, Will Row. Writing down these songs. Yeah, run that down. Some with Borkins being jolly. I'll start looking for uh, karaoke Christmas music, too. It shouldn't be too hard. That should be very easy to find, actually. Or we can say, like, Borkins got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from KFC one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just all think it's, like, just go through Christmas songs yeah. and we'll just, like... Mess around with it and see what we come up with. That's a good idea. See that? That is a good idea. Run, run, yeah, well, run. Yeah, got two months on the. Think of some songs. Write some songs. Some lyrics. It's the Star Wars in character Christmas spectacular. <laughs> we 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 have Han Solo sing a song. That's my Watt Tambor singing Silent Night. Thank you. Holy all is calm. All is calm. Can we have Queen Amidala and Anakin Skywalker singing Baby is Cold Outside? When baby is cold outside. I really must go, Anakin. <laughs> baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny. All right. that's, a, keep, that's a keeper. I got to Google. We got to all Google like every Christmas. Oh, song. you just made my work day so much more bearable. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. This would be fun to do at work. <laughs> Maybe printing out lyrics. <laughs> I can't wait for the reception to say someone print out the lyrics to Grandma Got Run Over the Reindeer. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it recycling bin now. I'll, I'll throw it away. Who would do that? How many songs are we talking about? Like, like on a thing, like 12 or something? Like, uh, I don't know. What do you, do you yeah. want do you want it? I I love the idea of writing it out like a cheesy old eighties special where we each stop by and sing a song and maybe y'all do one together or do duets as people are crossing over. Yeah. I, I do like that. Yeah, and then, we should and probably then, do that sooner than later. Yeah, because exactly. that sounds like it's gonna be a lot of work to edit. Oh, you gotta start writing music. Yep, yep. Well, now we knew what we were going to do. We just needed a story to put everything together. This I thought was gonna be the easy part, so I jumped at the chance to write a story while the other guys started writing songs for this special. Now, thanks to the pre-copyright strike and sweep age of YouTube. Just about every 1970s and 1980s Christmas variety special that you could think of and some that you didn't even know existed were there to watch for ideas and for inspiration. And I did. I watched way more 70s and 80s Christmas variety specials than one probably should in that short amount of time that I watched them. And there were a lot of great moments and a lot of great ideas from individual scenes or moments or performances, but I never found one particular variety special that I wanted to mimic or paradise for the script that we were would be able to do, is really what it came down to, not even wanted to do, that we'd be able to do in the short amount of time that we had to put this together. That was until I got into about the four and a half minute mark of the 1977 Carpenter's Christmas special. Hello. Oh, hello. How you doing? What are you up to? Anything good? Not too much. Well, listen, I need you to do me a great big favor. 
I forgot the eggnog this afternoon, so would you get some for me on your way over tonight? Uh, Karen, I'm not so sure I'm going to be coming. You're not coming to my party? I don't think so. I can't put my finger on it, but Christmas just doesn't feel the same as it used to. But you always come to my parties. I mean, you're the one that makes it Christmas. Well, thanks, but... Oh, come on, Richard. won't be the same without you. Well, hey, uh, let me think about it. I'll get back to you, okay? All right. See you later. Gee, I wonder what's bugging him. Hello? Hey, Tim. Oh, hi, Dave. What's up? I'm just calling to remind you about my Christmas party tonight. You're still coming, right? <sighs> I don't know. I'm not really feeling like a party tonight. How so? I'm not sure. I don't think I really have that holiday spirit anymore. No holiday spirit? That's crazy talk. I just don't seem to have anything to get excited about at Christmas anymore. Sorry, Dave. I don't think I'll be coming out to the party tonight. Wait, Tim. What if I find a reason for you to get excited about Christmas again? How so? Tell you what. You come to the party tonight, and I'll show you. I don't know. Trust me, Tim. You can make it my Christmas present. If I don't find you that reason, you can leave no hard feelings. Well, okay, I guess, but I'm not sure you'll be able to find anything. Leave that to me. See you tonight. All right. See you then. No more holiday spirit. I've got to find something for Tim to get excited about this year. I better start calling some of my friends. The story of the original Star Wars and character Christmas Spectacular is something I'm pretty proud of to been a, a part of, of, of writing it. But I am even more proud of all the work we put in together down to the very last second of releasing this special that year. Now, going back to the story, though, there's still two parts of that story that stick out like a sore thumb to me every time I listen to it. This is something we talked about before. This might not be news to everybody listening, but that story was written very fast, and it is pretty much the first draft of what I wrote. Not too much change from the initial writing to the end script that was sent out to everyone to record. Now, with that, there's a couple plot points that were started and then dropped, but not big enough to pick up on on kind of a proofread to fix. And those are the pieces that just, I hear them and just bugs me. And to give you an idea of what they are and what they should have been, I'm going to play a clip of a big, what was going to be a big story point that was dropped. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Dave. Come on in. Thanks. It's freezing out there. I brought some beer and some more beer and one more. Except for this last one. And that one. Now, while that does sound like a logical joke to the amount of beer that I would bring to a party, especially a party Dave invited me to, originally, all that beer I'd brought in this story at that moment was going to be a huge factor in Tim getting his holiday spirit back. The more he drank, the more he'd be open to the idea of relating Star Wars to Christmas, and the more he is going to be likely to join in on the songs and ultimately lead to the final celebration of the holidays. Well, obviously, that's not where the story went, and I think we all liked how the story went better anyway. But when I hear that bit, it not only reminds me of the, that element that got dropped, but something that probably should have been written out or rewritten into either not being in the story or a better joke. Otherwise, I just sound like a drunk. 
which I might sound like on these recordings, especially when I do them by myself, but that's another story. The second part that sticks out to me is another line of mine, and it's when I whisper to a band that we never meet and are never told that are there. It's another element that was going to be a bigger piece in the story. We were going to discuss with Dave what we're going to do, and Dave was going to bring a band together, and they were going to play these songs that we sang to. <laughs> it turns out we didn't need that bit at all. It's just it, it, just us singing songs really needed no explanation, and it just would have loaded down the story. But yet that bit of me talking to the band and telling them to start the music still bugs me. But on the plus side, I will say it does lead to one of the most requested Swick songs from all these specials. And if you don't know the clip I'm talking about, here's the clip and that entire scene all together now. So when you get to this bar, press play right here. Oh, hey, Tim. Hey. How you feeling? Any better yet? Nah. Yeah, I know. But you know what? Dave was totally right. I did exactly what he was saying and came up with something. You want to hear it? Sure, why not? All right. Okay, boys, hit it. Running through the halls with his ice cream maker And all the rebel contacts from Group Arrow Filter When danger comes your way and a hero you beckon Will Rowe is your man for just 1.7 seconds I fucking love Will Rowe Hood He's the fucking man If he can't save those contacts then no one fucking can Oh, Will Rowe Hood, Will Rowe Hood Look at that guy go you can't spell the word hero without fucking row. He travels time and space, ice cream under his arm. Always making sure no one comes to harm. He's every woman's dream, all men want to be him. But the way he fits that jumpsuit, he should probably join a gym. I fucking love Will Rowhood, he's the fucking man. If he can't save those contacts, then no one fucking can. Oh, Will Rowhood, Will Rowhood, look at that guy go. You can't spell the word hero without fucking row. Fucking love Will Rowhood, he's the fucking man. If he can't save those contacts, then no one fucking can. Oh, Will Rowhood, Will Rowhood, look at that guy go. You can't spell the word hero without fucking row. When we were still putting the story together and the songs, we knew that we wanted a big multi-performer song to wrap up the finale. Just one person singing was not going to be the send-off we wanted in, in this special. And the more characters we added to the story, the more we really wanted to include every voice we heard throughout the story in that final number. Turns out the solution was incredibly easy. The 12 Days of Christmas. It had the right amount of lines for nearly every character we heard. 
We could do a the the parody lines are fairly easy because they're very short, and we managed to write the entire song together very quickly over another one of those brainstorming sessions. Now recording it, that was another story. And to make matters worse, we had two karaoke tracks that we were passing between us all, each playing at a different tempo. The 12 Days of Swickness was the single longest thing to get recorded and edited in this entire special. If you listen to that whole special, you might notice a sound difference in Chris's 12 Days of Swickness recording as compared to the rest of the special. When I said earlier that we were working on this to the very last moment up until the date we released it, this is pretty much what I'm referring to. We had to re-record Chris's 12 Days of Swickmas lines with the correct karaoke track. Now again, keep in mind this is 2012 technology and I'm in Orlando, Florida and Chris is in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. There weren't a dozen different online recorders to select from. There certainly wasn't Zoom. There wasn't the systems you could use where you could play music show pictures do all kinds of things best we could do was put a skype connection on and then i would feed him the music through a second skype connection on another computer and we do a few recordings i think we did four all together to make sure we got one nice clean skype to skype recording of his part of the song at the right tempo it was a lot of work But I think in the end, we all felt it was worth it because it is the proper ending that we think that special deserved. Tim, Tim, that was great. Does this mean what I think it means? I think so. I think I know what you're about to say. I've got my holiday spirit back. All right. Finally. Awesome. Hey, everyone. Watto, Jack, Rick, Bill, David, everyone, come over here. Come on, everyone. It's Christmas time. Let's all celebrate with the one thing we all love. On the first day of Christmas, the false revealed to me New movies made by Disney On the second day of Christmas, the false revealed to me Two new world scenes and, and new, new movies, movies made by Disney On the third day of Christmas, the force revealed to me Three shooting Ritos Two new world scenes and, and new, new movies, movies made by Disney On the fourth day of Christmas, the force revealed to me Four quotes from zero Three shooting Ritos Two new world scenes and, and new, new movies, movies made by Disney On the fifth day Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new Wilbur scenes. And new movies made by Disney. On the sixth day of Christmas, the false revealed to me six bad boys backpacks. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new Wilbur scenes. And new movies made by Disney. On the seventh day of Christmas, the force revealed to me seven guns that shoot straight. Six bad boys affects. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new Wilbur scenes. And new movies made by On the eighth day of Christmas, the force revealed to me a parsec's their castle. Seven guns that shoot straight. Six bad boys affects. 
four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new rural hoodsies. And, and new movies made by On the ninth day of Christmas, the force revealed to me nine pizza slices. Eight bar sex to casual. Seven guns and shoestrings. Six bad voice affects. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new rural hoodsies. And new movies made by Disney. On the tenth day of Christmas, the false revealed to me ten is double digits. Six pizza slices. Eight bar sex to casual. Seven guns and shoestrings. Six bad voice affects. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new rural hoodsies. And two movies made by Disney. On the 11th day of Christmas, the force revealed to me 11 flavor blafflers. Ten is double digits. Three pizza slices. Eight parsecs to casual. Seven guns and shoot straight. Six bad voice affects. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new rural hoodsies. And two movies made by Disney. On the twelfth day of Christmas, the force revealed to me twelve slaughtered younglings. Eleven flaffled baffles. Ten is double digits. I'm all out of pizza. Eight parsecs to casual. Seven guns and shoestrings. Six bad boys affects. Four quotes from zero. Three shooting greedos. Two new rural hoodsies. And the movies made by Disney. Merry Christmas, everyone. One last story on that particular song, The Twelve Days of Swickmas. That belt at the end? That's me. And that was recorded as I walked away from the mic, heading out of the room, not realizing that I was still recording. There's a bit of a surprise to find on that recording and had such a unique reverb from being across the room. And I don't think I was facing the mic when I did it that for some strange reason, I decided to share that surprise at the end of the special as well and never explain why that wrapped up the song. That is until now, of course. The original Star Wars and character Christmas Spectacular was not the only thing we did for the holiday season that year. We did something that... It's probably a little bit forgotten because it's, it's, I guess, literally the seed for something that becomes much bigger the next year. Throughout the year, we'd been promoting the show to different members of the 501st, the Rebel Legion, and the Mandalorian Mercs. And during that holiday season, again in 2012, the local Philadelphia area members that we had gotten to meet and gotten to know told us about an event that they were involved with benefiting Toys for Tots called the Winter Festival. Wanting to be a part of making Christmas better for underprivileged kids, we started a small fundraiser with the show alone, and we ended up raising $750 in straight donations. We used that money to buy over 100 Star Wars toys to deliver to the Winter Festival, and Dave and Chris filmed that shopping experience. Here's a clip from that day's experience. We're on. My name's Chris, Star Wars a character. Here we are at Toys R Us, about to spend your money to buy gifts for my for the kids. Toys for Tots. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do that. Here it is, the Star Wars aisle. That's soccer for the kids. Time to get serious. Time to get serious. No more goofing around. All right. What have we got it. Here? Have it. Want it. Want it. Need it. Got it. Have it. <laughs> What is this? 
looks like a Chewbacca shit. <laughs> See? Yeah. Alright. Okay. This is awesome. Look at this thing. Vintage. Vintage packaging. Ooh, look how cool Lando looks with his collar up. Hello, what have we here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else we got going on here? I'm sorry. There's some. Oh. I don't like you either. That's pretty decent. It's, it's actually. a cool figure. All right. I need this. I'll come back. We're not here for you. We're I'm here sorry. for the children. We are the children. The children. The children. Oh, don't make fun of <laughs> Alright, buy one, get one fifty percent off. Let's start loading up. Okay. Start grabbing stuff, Chris. Alright. Let me move. Well, let me we film this good, so far. Look yeah, at this. we got some good stuff already. Some good deals. I'll get that. Jesus I'll Christ. get that. We got look at this, we got some cool stuff for the little kitties. Yeah, we got all ages here. All ages, look at this. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Look at that oh. thing. That's adorable. Yes. This is, and we get we get What the hell is this? <laughs> Alright, let's get let's get other stuff. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get that. This is cool. Look at this thing. Only a Toys R Us. Very expensive. How much? Twenty-five. Mmm. I don't know. We okay. gotta, we gotta mine. We gotta make the money last. Right? We gotta make the money last. We gotta okay. mine the folks' money. Okay. Get some, uh, a lot of stuff that's not super duper expensive. Like these lightsabers would be cool, but you know, thirty-five. Those things would be awesome. How about this eighty-dollar lightsaber? Say twenty dollars. Twenty sixty. <laughs> oh jeez, that's a steal. We'll buy two. <laughs> what do we got down here? Qui Gon. These kids like the prequels. They don't know it's good for them. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty cool, though. Do it. All right. Now, if you've been a long-time Swick listener, you no doubt figured out that this is the genesis, the seed, whatever you want to call it, of the Artmore Project that kicked off our 2013 holiday special season. The Artmore Project is a completely different subject and a different set of specials, but it's something definitely worth mentioning in this trip down memory lane. We've shared the start of that first auction several times in several episodes in the past, but one thing we don't talk much about is how that auction ended, and it ended with a very fun toast and Chris's first exposure to hard liquor. Well, David, is, am I going to drink this? <laughs> I think, what is this? I think that uh, I think we should have a toast. I There's agree. Yeah. Celebrate. I never had this in my life. What is it? Whiskey. Oh boy. It's Ooh. Irish Irish whiskey. It's you are gonna. Either love it or hate it. Do I got like gold it? Jameson. All right. I don't have any liquor with me, but I do have a bottle of black cherry balsamic vinegar, which I will take a swig of. Throw a hole. <laughs> throw a holes in it. <laughs> I wish I had a holes. I don't have anything. I've I've a I have a cherry uh, Coke Zero, but I think the vinegar is more appropriate. <laughs> it's closer to a an alcohol. Tim and and I, I just heard the, the bottle come off. Actually, whose bottle was that? It's it's my uh, yes, it's my my vinegar. It's it's uh, there's there down here in the south. There's a lot of uh, artisan olive oil and vinegar places, and I'm a vinegar man. Matt and Christy, do you have something? I have got a stone pale ale. I have mm-hmm. I have water. What's she got? I got water. Oh, she did. Hold on, her mic wasn't on. Sorry. I got water. What? I'm with you. Can I have a water, Dave? No, we're having Jameson. All right, I'll take a swig of. Uh, Vinegar for do, do, do you sip this or do you chug yeah, it? Sip it. Okay. Okay. Good. 
right. and you're having you're, you're hey, having. Don't tell me to chug it, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> tell him Luke is such an enabler. <laughs> chug his peer pressure. Back off, buddy. Literally, he's twenty-one. He's gonna be your brink- drinking buddy. <laughs> and you're having it on the rocks. I'm having it with me dice, right? Yes. Okay. Do you know the opposite? Dry, you know. Dry. <laughs> I'm going in dry. All right. Well, Matt, would you jug like to do it, the honors? Oh God, no! I'm just speechless. <laughs> I really don't know what to say. I would like to ha- to to have a toast. Okay. To I want butter on mine. The Artmore Project, the money that was raised, the bidders, the artists, the auctioneer, and to everyone involved. And we're going to make a lot of kids happy this we are. holiday. We are. So cheers. Cheers. Do you hear that? Ready? Ready. Oh, it stinks. Come on. It stinks. Come on. Mm. <laughs> That's vinegar. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's weird. Well, that is good. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather drink, drink vinegar. It's very smooth. Oh, that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, I might finish this whole bottle of vinegar off. <laughs> well, thank you all. For those who, are, who ever go to the uh, Asheville, North Carolina, their olive and kicking shop make badass black cherry balsamic vinegar to, <laughs> to drink. Come on, just cannibal it. You, that's not even. There's no way in hell. I'm that's sweating. A, that's just a finger of scotch. Come on, you can. Uh, don't finger my scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I took, I took a sip. Back off. <laughs> I'm the father in this house. <laughs> I can't chug this, buddy. So warm. I can't chug it down. There you go. Mine's gone. What did you give him? Did you give him like a like a like a shot? I gave him a finger of scotch and a glass. I mean, it's like nothing. Oh. So it's like a shooter. It's not. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not much of a beer person, but I can drink scotch and whiskey like nobody's business. Is this is this what Andy says? Like whiskey. <laughs> <sighs> Try the local sewer. Gosh. Right, so, did you guys even imagine nine thousand dollars when we started this? I woke up. I said nine thousand one hundred. <laughs> I don't know how I got came up with that number, but you no, were, you're a little off. The, this this was just just it's I, overwhelming. I remember talking with Chris early on, and I thought mm. I honestly thought we were going to make more money with the donations for the Dengar episode <laughs> than for this because at the, at the time early on it was just us. So I figured okay, we'd make more with that, and this will just supplement it, and we'll bring in like twelve hundred bucks, which would be awesome. But this is just... It's like an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. It's uh, everyone, all you people have a small place in heaven with your name on it. I'm taking another swig of vinegar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. All right. I'm so tired now. In the end, through additional donations and a couple employee matchings from people who had bought pieces, we ended up raising $10,000 and bought 1,138 toys to be delivered to the 2013 Winter Festival. But that wasn't the only thing that happened that day. While we were delivering those toys, the 2013 Star Wars in Character Christmas Spectacular posted at the same time. 
That's a detail most people wouldn't know unless they were following us on social media while it all unfolded, but it's still something we enjoyed planning out and setting up. For this next Christmas Spectacular, we wanted to do more. We wanted to do more songs. We wanted to add more characters. We wanted more scene settings. We wanted to do it bigger and better than we did in 2012. And for that better part, we meant more in terms of the sound and the recording. If it isn't obvious or if you missed us talking about it before, the original Star Wars and character Christmas Spectacular was recorded in four different places. We were each individually recording in our own houses and then it was mixed all together. This time, to kind of up the bar on the sound of the special, we first needed to record everything on the same exact equipment and much of the same conditions that we, or at least as close as we could get in two different locations. To do that, I flew to Pennsylvania and I recorded with Chris and Dave, getting three of the four of our lines and songs done in the same place. After that, I flew to Nashville using the same equipment and setting up the room acoustics the best I could to match what we had just done. I recorded Tim's songs and dialogue in Nashville. That made the editing process so much easier and really gave a unified sound to everything. And having that unified sound, it gave more of an opportunity to play with the recordings by putting characters in different settings, different rooms, changing the audio to make scene transitions just through the different sound. But more than any of that, it was probably the most fun I had recording one of these specials and gave a lot of great memorable moments in doing these special episodes. But before we get into those memorable moments, just like the 2012 special, there's one thing I wish I'd done differently in terms of putting this special together. It's not a direct change to the story. It's more of how the order of things fell together. Both this and the original Christmas Spectacular script were written with the same approach. The story was written with spots to insert songs. The song subjects would never have any bearing on the story. It was just the presence of the song that drove the story points. And this is exactly how the 2013 story worked as well. George Lucas lost his memory and we sang about Star Wars, or at least what we loved about Star Wars to help him remember. And this is how that premise started. I have an idea. Let me give this a try. So, uh, Mr. L- uh, George. Hey, who's this goofy looking guy? Oh, that? That's my old Biff Fortuna action figure. Biff Fortuna? Uh, that's a stupid name. Who's his brother, Pop Seventrout? I think we can help you remember who you are and help you put those notes back together. Really? That would, that would be great. Who am I? Well, your name is George Lucas, and believe it or not, you've created a movie saga with an entire galaxy of characters and places loved all over the world. Oh, what's it called? Star Wars. That's it? Huh. I think I'd come up with uh, something a little more clever. And those notes are the continuation of that story. Oh, too bad I don't remember any of it. Well, this is where I think we can help. Let me tell you about one of the most important parts of the galaxy. Old folks roasting on an open fire Burnt flesh nipping at your nose Flaming skulls with their eyes all aglow 
someone better get a hose Everybody knows the Lars Homestead's the perfect place To farm moisture under twin suns But then one day Buy a couple fucking droids And you and your wife are well done Now, I like this song, but looking back The idea and the launch of the story of getting George his memory back By singing about the things we love about Star Wars Should have been done a different way This is how I wish I had ordered the music And started off this part of the story Oh, too bad I don't remember any of it Well, this is where I think we can help. Let me tell you about one of the most important parts of the galaxy. I I love those blue boobies on a love. They're all so blue and perky, those tatas. Got red and Dula has green, but Ayla's got the nicest fun bags I've ever seen. I know when that blue cleavage starts showing, that's when my home. Starts growing Padme's doing all right With her knockers of white But I'll take those blue Blue, blue, blue boobies Titties of six But I'll Have those blue Blue, blue, blue boobies Now with that off my chest Let's talk about some of the fun we had recording In the second to final draft of this entire story and songs, Dave and I had wrote a set of short lyrics to about 10 songs that would end up becoming the prequel medley. Tim was supposed to sing that to George Lucas to help him remember the prequels. We ended up using way more music and songs than we originally planned for that idea. It was too much for one person to sing. And that led to the idea of George Lucas forcing the rest of us to sing about the prequels. And that ultimately was a better story element and broke up the music through hearing different voices. Unfortunately, that left Tim with no song, at least not one that was written. 
fitting the story point of Tim singing a song to George Lucas was the easy part. Just like the story had told, he'd join in and sing about one of his favorite things about Star Wars. And in this case, it would be a prequel subject which would introduce George Lucas to the existence of the prequels. Looking back at the prequel episodes that we had done on Star Wars and Character, Tim immediately thought of the idea of writing about Jira to the tune of Santa Baby. And the 2013 song parody Jira Baby was created. He's okay, Tim. He's fine. Except he doesn't really remember who he is or anything about Star Wars. Doesn't remember anything about Star Wars? That's... That's awful. It's okay. We're helping him remember. Yeah, we've been telling him about all the best parts. Really? Well, they're they're trying to. Nothing's coming back yet. What's this about prequels? Whoa, now, George. Let's take it a little easy here. No need to take in too much. Oh, the prequels. They're terrific. Really? Uh, tell me more. We don't need to do that. More? More? I'd love to. I'm back. Is he done yet? Now let me tell you about my favorite part of the prequels. Crap. I was hoping I missed this part. Jira baby, just slip a nip slick pick under the tree for Annie. He's been an awful good slave. Jira baby, just show us that sweet, sweet cleavage tonight. Jira cutie, an outer space convertible to milk blue. I'll wait up for you, dear Jira baby, and hurry down to Moses, but tonight. Think of all the fun you've missed. Think of all the kidsters that you haven't kissed. Next year, if you're oh so good, I'll check you off my to-do list. Jira hottie, I wanna squeeze your fresh fruits all night. Alright. So we can see how much juice you produce. So hurry down and tattooing tonight. Hurry down to most Vespa tonight. Hurry to Tatooine. Now, as easy as that story was to tell, there's one important detail that needs to be added. That song was indeed written by Tim. And that was written about 10 minutes before we recorded it. I set up a mobile recording area in my hotel room in Nashville, and Tim recorded all his script lines, and it was time to record his song. I had the music, he just needed the lyrics. I filmed some of the recording process for a possible Swick documentary that had never happened. One of those moments was the creation of this song. Here's some of Tim coming up with the lyrics to Jura Baby in this never-before-heard recording. I want to take a trip. No, shit. <laughs> we need like eight more lines to get to the joke I'm trying to make there. Never mind. Uh, 
And maybe you could try my bone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably just how it's going to go. And maybe you could have a bone. So we can see how much juice. Oh, there you go. Now you're on the juice. There we go. <laughs> how much juice you produce. <laughs> That's disgusting. How much juice you produce. <laughs> I'm glad I had oh the camera on. It's disgusting. <laughs> so hurry down to Moses, but tonight. So hurry down to tattooing tonight. And then it goes, hurry. And then I do that. Okay. Uh, juice you produce. How much juice you produce. Okay. Uh, so hurry down to tattooing tonight. Okay. God damn, it's disgusting. <laughs> I mentioned the prequel melody a bit in that story, and we're not done talking about that song by a long shot. The medley was a huge amount of fun to write and record, and there is a first in that set of songs for our Christmas special. The first time Dave and I ever sang together when we sang Out on Camino. Out on Camino, Obi lands, pulls his hood up with his hands, looks around then tries to go, but runs into a new foe. Whoa, oh, oh, it's Django. Whoa, oh, oh, it's Django. Flies around with a backpack jet, it is good old Django Fett. Here's the fun fact behind that duet. The recordings that were used for that final song weren't intended to be used for the final version of the medley. They were two separate recordings of Dave and I trying to show Chris how to sing that song. Chris was originally supposed to sing this part of the medley, but had a bit of trouble with the tune. From that same abandoned documentary, here's possibly the greatest behind-the-scenes moment ever in the decade-long history of Star Wars in character. Out on Camino, Obi lands, pull his hood up with his hands. What's wrong with that? Is that wrong? Again, you're changing the whole tune of the song. How am I doing this? The first line was great, and then you start singing a totally different song. Pulls his hood up with his hands. Kind of beat again. <laughs> first line is this song, second line, some other song. I don't know what it is. Out on Camino, Obi lands, pull his pulls his hood up with his hands. That's how it goes. Oh, that's what you're doing. Go, go ahead and say it. Every time you've done it, you're like, Out on Camino, what? Obi lands, like pull his hood up with his hands. Oh. How's the song going then? <laughs> you did it right before. Anyway, like, I know this song, and you sang it right. But then when no. you go to record it, you change the whole thing. Play, play the beat again. <laughs> the beat or Because I have the actual song here. Yes. Turn okay. the beat around. Yes. Turn the beat around. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right. Here's the actual, as the actual lyrics. You know what he's going to say. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I did! <laughs> Pull his hood up with his hands! That's the... <laughs> that was the same thing I said! Pull his... There, there's no beat there in the second verse. It's not the... I don't, know, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not the... 
Can, can you play it again? Yeah. Have, have big Dave here. Can I, Dave can, here? I know the song. Dun, 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 dun. That's what he did. Pull his hood up with his hand. <laughs> is that, is that it? No, that's nothing like what that it is. Uh, I shouldn't do this one. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Now. Oh, that was how it goes. Listen, the first two notes are dun, 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 and it goes down. Pull his hood. Not that low, but you're going dun dun dun, and he's going dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Pull his hood up with his hands. That's not it either. That was that was closest you've got it so far. That's better. Now watch what you actually do. I'm a fucko. Oh my god. I'm going to do a same. Uh, I know it. Yeah, yeah. we all do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should probably turn that down, huh? Well, here's uh, Is that yeah, how the last line goes, too? Again. Matt? Huh? The flies around uh, the backpack jet. Is that the same? Is that going to fuck up that verse? I've heard uh, of it. Uh oh, it's Django. Uh oh, uh, uh, it's Django. Flies around, around with, with a backpack, backpack jet. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you know that. That part you know. We'll see what you sing, but you know it. <laughs> you know it now. We'll see his hands. His hands. Like, I, I, I have to run at the end. With his hands. What was I doing? Pull his hood up with his no. hands. <laughs> that, that's what I was doing. Yes, that's what you were doing. Uh, okay. That's what you were doing. I'm just asking. Pull his hood up with his hands. I have to run. I have you to race. You just did it wrong again, though. You're going up. He goes down. Pull his hood up with his hands. That was good. That wasn't good. Wasn't good? <laughs> Just sing it. Alright. <laughs> One, two, three! <laughs> Look at over here. Does it make you feel more comfortable? <sighs> Out on Camino be lands, pull his hood up with his hands. Was that good? That was good. Was that good? How was that not good? That wasn't it at all. That was none that good. What are we doing wrong? Tell what's, what's going on? What was wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> was it? Was it good? Pull his hood up with his hands. Is that good? <laughs> and then at the end, it. Duh, duh. <laughs> Something he's doing pulls do up with his da 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 or something like that. Da 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 Pulls his hood up with his hands. <laughs> ba -da -da -ba -da -ba -ba, hands. Pull his hood up with his hands. With his hands. With his hands. Pulls his hood up with, up with his, his hands. hands. That's what I was sung the first time. 
It starts and ends at the same yeah, place. And think of it, it's not, his sentence isn't, his I don't know if this helps me, it's, his sentence isn't done, so it's not a period, it's, pull up with his hands. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're doing the I have end a headache from laughing so hard. second line, because it does end low. But you know how it goes, dun, dun, and then it goes down, dun, dun, yeah. dun, 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 it ends and starts on the same note. Pull his hood up with his hands. Yes. yes. No. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'll do it to the music. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So round and oh, this is gonna be. That's gonna be the fucking second fucking line. <laughs> if there's nothing else worth watching this documentary. This will be the thing to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Out on Camino, Obi lands, pull his hood up with his hands. <laughs> oh my god! I got pee! <laughs> Maybe that's your problem. <laughs> pull his hood up. I can't do this one. <laughs> After all that time. Is your name written in there? <laughs> then you have to do it. No, no. check mark it. <laughs> Don't you dare, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 2013 was a huge year for our holiday celebration. It was the birth of the Artmore Project and the biggest production of a Christmas episode we've done to date. For 2014, we shifted gears a bit on our focus. The Artmore Project was now the focus of the holiday season. We brought back artists, added new artists, and promoted the event everywhere we could. And in the end, we raised $10,000 again. We did set out to beat our previous record. I think we'll all admit that. But we were just as happy to raise $10,000 again for underprivileged children. And while we didn't beat our overall record, we did set a new individual peace record in this moment that I will remember for the rest of my life. But this piece right here... Uh, far and away is probably one of the more complex. Uh, we're going to start this off. In fact, we're going to start it very cheap just to give everybody a chance to say that they were winning. <laughs> one of you are only one going to get a chance to take it home. This is Three, four, That's like when I jumped in front of a, a Disney race for like two Clearly, seconds and say I was leading the race. 400. 100. Wow. 425. 450. Wow. We're going to break go, 600 go, record. Go, Come on. Go. Go. You know what these are capable of. 475! This is no exception. We're at 475. JP, he was the guy that was bidding on the, uh, the $600 piece. So. 500. All right, come on. Now we Let's break. Let's set. Let's double set a record tonight. $525 bid. We can go. At $500, we can do $525. $525. $525. You're not going to lose this one. Now $600. At $25. $550. $550. $550. I'm at $525. $550. Don't miss out. Plenty of room left. At 575, 575, 575, 575, 575, 
We are at six hundred and twenty-five dollar bid. We're gonna go six fifty, six fifty, six fifty, six fifty, six fifty, Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come Don't miss out, folks. This is the best piece possibly we are uh, selling tonight. That is not to disparage anybody <laughs> else's work. All of it was fantastic. It's better than Will Chamberlain. This, you are never going to see a piece <laughs> like this again. Tonight is the night. Oh, my God. You gosh. can go home and you can tell this? almost bought the most amazing piece you're going to see. In <laughs> you time, almost got it. Or you can point to it over there on your mantle. You can wear this to the conventions with pride. And when people ask you where you got that, you told them, it's I mining. helped Toys for Tots. <laughs> I raised $1,000. That's $1,000 that kids are going to get. It can be 1025 Here we go. $1,000 worth of toys for the Toys for Tots. Anytime anybody asks you when they see you at the conventions wearing this, that's what you tell them. It can be $1,025. let us do it one more time. We're at $1,000 bid. We're going to go $1,025. $1,000 bid, now $1,025. Are we all in? Are we all done at $1,000 bid last time? We're going to go $1,025. Awesome. Going once. We're going to do it. $1,025. Going two times. Finally, $1,000 bid going three and final time. Final time. All, in, all done. Then we are. So one thousand dollars. With the holiday focus on the Artmore project, it was time to approach the annual Swickmas Spectacular in a different way. There was a lot of time taken away from both writing and recording and even editing of the special that we'd done for the past two years, but we still wanted to do something. The easiest solution, in all honesty, was to do what we've done now for the past four years on the show, and that was get behind the mics and just talk about something. And that something was a Christmas-themed Star Wars memory from our past. But it was Christmas, so just talking about it wasn't enough. We asked our online community to share their stories as well. And turns out, that was way better of an idea than we even thought. 
Oh, okay. I got. Let's go to another voicemail here, and then we'll get to another one of our stories. So we got a voicemail from a caller named Chris. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, fellas. This is uh, Chris Han Nandez from Secaucus, New Jersey. Uh, I just want to share a Christmas story, a warm one. Um, my mother bought me the Millennium Falcon. I don't know how old I was, maybe five, six. And a few days later, I pissed her off pretty goddamn bad. And, uh, <laughs> she tried to break it on me. Oh. And she stepped on it with her heel. She threw it on the floor against the wall. Nothing. And she didn't even jostle the little trading ball inside of it. It was unbreakable. And all I could think is, you stupid bitch. Nobody does that to the shit that did the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. But I enjoyed that toy for a very long time until I probably sold it or something. Something stupid. But when I think of Star Wars and Christmas, that's what I think of. With a smile on my face. Thanks a lot for all the good podcasting. Later. <laughs> la 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 stupid bitch. That guy... That guy is about as Jersey as you can get. He's like, even to his mom, you think you're better than me? You stupid bitch. That's a Millennium Falcon. That was the best story ever. (laughs) And and he's from Secaucus, too. It's like, yeah. We used the word spectacular in that special once again. It was the 2014 Swick Miss Variety Spectacular. And that meant something to us to use that in regards to the holiday. Even though this episode was a bit of a freeform discussion and us listening to our community members' stories, we had to have some music to truly call it a Swickman Spectacular. And we did indeed add new songs, 11 in all that year. But none of them, more surprising to our listeners and maybe even more surprising to Tim, than this Opus Magnus written by Dave and performed by Chris. Especially some yappy droid And I don't care if he speaks bocce Or can lance my hemorrhoid Sexy and all dressed in silk Let me taste her sweet blue milk One who I can screw All I want for Christmas is Down there from the stride tattoo. 
for Christmas is Brew! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be laughing. That's awful. That's all I, this I, is like the, the most offensive song I've ever heard. <laughs> Bender over and farmer voice. Yeah, that's the line. I was like, oh man, I was. This was one you of the opening we, songs. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to move this down the list a little. We don't want to <laughs> let everyone turn off the show five minutes into it. <laughs> and I had, I, I had that, I had that sore throat still. And I, I'm not, I'm the terrible singer. Dave's great, and then you hear me, and it's just like so funny. I, you know, it wasn't bad. No, wasn't I, bad. You, you, you were able to hold the tune. I, well, you know it's. It's a hard song. Dave was right. It's so fast and it never stops. And I couldn't. I remember. I remember as I sat here sweating bullets, <laughs> like singing this thing. I'm like, oh, I'm out of breath. I'm like, I gotta take a little break. And yeah, Matt has it. Matt probably has it, the unedited one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, am I putting in a your, little blooper son? reel at the end of this? Actually, that's a good idea. I think I am going to put a little blooper reel at the end of this because we don't have a post credit song this year, so uh, that, that blooper might be good. <laughs> and your son and daughter were helping you sing that song. I, I made sure. I said, "You guys got to go to bed. I got to record a song." <laughs> go to bed. Uh, well, your house isn't that big. They could have heard that. Yeah, they That's- heard you say "Bender over and form a partner." Fill her up with goo. <laughs> and what's weird is that Dave actually the first night on the Armor Project night, he actually was here and he. He, he was cracking up and he filmed part of it. Oh, he did. Aww. I think I think his phone wasn't working and he couldn't find it. No, oh. I know, I know, I know. Oh, maybe he has it somewhere out there. Dave, if you have that, get that to me or put it on Facebook. For, either way, <laughs> just get it out to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Da- I just picture you just dancing the hell out of that song. Were you moving at all? Or are you just sitting there at the table? <laughs> you're, you're, Dude. you, you know me well. I actually, I, I was sitting down. But I was bobbing. You're doing down. both. Okay, nice. <laughs> and my, my 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 hands were going fill her up with goo. <laughs> I was like like raising my hand like Mariah. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Oh Thank you yes, me. that was great. I, I have a feeling that you're going to make an appearance on next year's top ten special once the voting starts. Yeah. As you can probably hear in that song, Chris absolutely gives it his all, and in that. It did take eight takes to get every word of that song done between just regular reading flubs to voice fatigue from Chris's amazing performance to recording glitches to whatever. I had eight separate files to put that song all together. It was a lot of work between Chris singing, Dave recording, my editing, but that's just one of those labors of love when you hear the end results, you don't even remember the amount of work put into it until you really think back and i think it's one of the most memorable moments from swickmas for better or for worse depending who you're talking to but i think between the four of us on the show definitely definitely for the better along with the stories and the songs we also had a special segment of a cut scene from the 2013 spectacular it was a scene and a song featuring the emperor darth maul and count dooku Okay, Dave, I've stayed here at the door for... I don't know how for how long. I know, I know. I'm really sorry about that. I'm more concerned about you missing your own party. Where have you been all this time? I've been here, around here, sort of. I've barely seen you all night. Now come, let's have some fun. 
I don't know. We should probably watch the door for just a little bit longer. No one's arrived for a while now. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, Dave, go ahead. What? Go. I have an idea to take care of this. Just let me get this out. Whoa, what are you doing? Taking my phone out of my pocket. I got a favor I can call in. Oh, geez, sorry. I thought you were reaching for a gun or something. I don't keep a gun in my pocket. Sorry. It's right here in my belt. See? All right, all right. Who are you calling? I think I can arrange something to distract Tim. You just keep him busy for a few more minutes. He's probably right. No one else is on their way here now. Yeah, not unless they're dumb enough to walk through this snow. We do too. Come on, hurry up. I find my cape is stuck on this bush, my lord. Just ditch the cape already, Dooku. Christ, do not pet me, for God's sakes. Ugh. By the time we get there, the damn part will be over. There's Maul. He's eating the yellow snow. Oh, my God. Maul. Maul! Come on, let's go. At last, we'll sneak into the party. At last, we'll be out of the snow. You're goddamn right we will. Come on, let's get moving. I fail to understand the hurry, my lord. Surely you can arrange a larger, more extravagant party. I really don't see the big deal. The big deal is I'm tired of Dave inviting all these goody-goodies to his party. Porkins, Watto, Rick, Oily, Ollie, Olay, whatever the hell that idiot's name is. Watto's kind of a bad guy. He got nicer in the second movie. No, he's not keeping us out this year. We'll just wait outside the house, and the second someone steps out the back door, bam, we're in. Great, another fucking fence. All right, Duco, get over here and help me out. Allow me, my master. No, you idiot, you'll make too much noise. Hey! Nice going, asshole. What's going on out there? Quick, hide. We're wearing black robes in the white snow, dipshit. Where do you plan to hide? Come on now, get over here. Uh... Uh, we're just passing through. We'll leave now, thanks. You ain't going anywhere until I find out what's going on. Is that right? What makes you think we're just not going to walk right out of here? This? Now get over where I can see you. Shit. Come on, you two. Keep coming. Get in the light where I can see you. Well, now, what's going on here? Why y'all dressed up like that? Well, uh... You some sort of Christmas choir cowling group or something? We, sir, are a group of highly powerful and dangerous masters of the dark... Yeah, we're carolers. We were just checking out the area before we start, and I think we took the wrong turns. Sorry about that. We'll just get out of your way now and hold on, not so fast. I love Christmas carols. Why don't you give us a song and we'll forget about that big hole in the fence I see behind you? Oh, no, 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 We're not really in uh, performance mode tonight. This is more of a uh, pre-production thing, uh, location scouting, really, yeah, yeah. Perhaps I didn't make myself clear. I said, I love Christmas carols. Oh, you want us to sing? Oh, well, uh, of course, I mean, we're uh, Christmas carolers. My lord, I, I can't... Shut up. Well, yeah, a song, okay, I'll... Uh, ah, I got one. Okay, you two idiots. Follow my lead and don't fuck this up. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. 
we wish you a merry Christmas and a dark side new year. Once every year, I break my rule of two and take out my Sith to sing carols to you. Come try all this yellow snow now Here, eat all this yellow snow now Please try all this yellow snow now I made it myself We wish you a merry Christmas We wish you a merry Christmas We wish you a merry Christmas And a dark side new year At last we will once reveal ourselves again At last we will finally have our revenge we wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas and a dark side new year. Well, now that wasn't half bad. You guys are all right. Tell you what, my wife just baked a whole mess of cookies, and we're about to get some hot chocolate going. Why don't you come on in and join us? No, really, we gotta be gone. Dooku, come on, we need to... Ma! Ma! At last, I'll have a fresh baked cookie. At last, I'll taste a snickerdoodle. Looks like you're outvoted there, friend. Come on in, would you? It's Christmas. Ah, what the hell? Sure, let's go in. The Star Wars and Character Christmas Spectacular will return after these messages. We've talked about this scene a lot over the years. Originally, Tim did record the lines for the Emperor, only he couldn't remember how he did his Emperor voice and fell to his default, which is his Tony Danza voice. The actual mic recording of that didn't survive, unfortunately. However, footage from that abandoned 2013 documentary did, and here's a bit of Tim's recording of that scene in his Tony Danza voice. Just this the cape already, Dougal. Christ, you're not Batman, for God's sake. Oh, by the time we get there, the damn party will be over. Where's Maul? He's eating yellow snow. Oh my god, Maul, Maul! Come on, let's go, god damn it. We're all going to miss the whole party. Come on. Uh, I fail to understand the hurry, my lord. Oh, surely we can arrange the larger, more extravagant party. I really don't see the big deal. The big deal is that I'm tired of Dave inviting all these goody-goodies to his party. Parkins, Wado, Rick Oily, Aioli, whatever the hell that idiot's name is. Wado's kind of a good guy. Yeah, yeah, but he got nicer in the second movie. No, he's not keeping us out this year. We're just going to wait outside the house, and the second someone steps out the back door, BAM! We're in. With 2014 in the books, we set our sights on 2015, starting with another smaller armor project. Without going into a lot of details, 2015 was a difficult year to dedicate as much time to the armor project as it required in the past. We still wanted to raise money for kids, but we had to scale it down. Ultimately, we scaled it down to one-third of the size from the years past. Yet, we still managed to match one-third of the money raised each year, keeping us right on pace. With that, we decided to shelf the armor project for a bit. We'd already saturated that niche market for the past three years. It was time to let the anticipation and the desire of new pieces grow. So this is not the last we'll talk about the Armor Project at Neozaz, but more on that someday later in the future. With the smaller scale Armor Project kicking off the season, we had that itch to get another Swickmas Spectacular done for the season. And this time, one of us missed it so much that he wrote out an entire script for the special 
and didn't tell us until it was done. With no warning, no preface, not even a hint that he was working on this, Dave sent us all out a script for the 2015 Christmas Spectacular, A Swickmas Story, and we all jumped on to get it done. This time, it didn't include just the five of us usual cast members, and I include Christy in that. It featured some favorite Star Wars and Swick characters, some new friends, and much of our family, including my parents and sister, Dave's son, and Chris's son and daughter. And of course, it had new songs. Hey, I know this place. This is the movie theater in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. When are we? It is today, December 17th, 2015. Now, look at all those people. A box office line wraps around the entire building. See, this is exactly why I am not going to this movie. It's 30 degrees out here. Only a crazy person would be in this crowd. Look, there are your friends, Tim and Chris. See what I mean? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tim, this is it. I can't believe it. The Force Awakens, Tim. It's now. It's happening. My nipples are hard. It's finally here, and there's no one I'd rather be here with than you, Timmy. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, what the hell, Dad? Right back at you, big guy. Oh, this is so exciting. We've been waiting so long, and now we get to see the next chapter of the saga. <laughs> hey, Tim, look. That huge stretch limo is pulling up right to the front of the theater. Ooh, I see it. I wonder who's inside. The car door is opening. Oh, my God. It's... It's... Adam Driver! There came the time they were starting the casting What lucky actors would they pick They found a guy that's gonna be awesome They found a guy whose talent is sick Adam Driver, you are the answer The perfect choice to play Kylo Ren Sign a poster, we happen to have it Just got your name with our Sharpie pen Something sign It'll make us feel fine Thanks, Adam! You bet, fellas. Enjoy the movie. Hey, the doors are opening. Let's go in and find a seat. Seriously? He left us? I'm calling mom to pick us up. I can't wait until she introduces us to our real dad. We went back to the original recording formula for this story, each recording separately in our own homes and enlisting my sister in recording my parents' lines for us. For this story, it worked. This story was a lot of fun to perform and even more fun to listen to. 
It brought in our families for the first time and put a new spin on a classic story. And along with adding our friends and family for this year's special, Dave also scripted a moment that included members of our online community that have been with us for pretty much the entire past five years at that point. And for the first time, we debuted this special as a live stream for our online community who all got to hear this special moment together. Where are we? This looks like a courtroom. You bet it is. This is Federal Court 3263827. This is a big day for you and for Star Wars in character. Wait, what? Well, what's going on? Why am I the defendant? Just watch. Please rise. U.S. Federal Court 3263827 is called to order in the matter of the Walt Disney Corporation versus Star Wars in character. What? The Honorable Judith Krim presiding. Thank you, Bailiff. You may be seated. Mr. Prosecutor, the floor is yours. Thank you, Your Honor. Madam, we are here for one reason and one reason alone today. To see that justice is done. To see that decency lives on. And to see that those whom so flagrantly usurp the rules and violate the sanctity of copyrighted material must pay for these most hyenas of crimes. What is he talking about? You're being sued in civil court by Disney for defamation of characters. What? Your Honor, this so-called podcast has been blatantly thumbing its proverbial nose at the establishment of said protected entities for, lo, the past ten years now. We don't know why they do it. The only thing that matters now is that they must be held accountable for the unrighteousnesses that they have committed, in this case to the tune of $40 million. What? $40 million? Why am I up there alone? Where's Dave? Where's Christy? Dave is the general manager of the Philadelphia Phillies now. Around 2017, his podcast, Phillies Full Count, really takes off and he gets a lot of attention from it. He hasn't done a Star Wars character in years. With our deaths and Dave quitting, your Star Wars spirit took a nosedive and the show has become jaded and bitter. And what about Christy? You mean Christy Henson. After Muppets in Character got really popular, she divorced you and married the grandson of Jim Henson, the heir to the Henson Empire, and all that that implies. She bought the Muppets back from Disney and is the primary shareholder. She makes all decisions as they pertain to the Muppets. Oh my god, this is a nightmare. Get me out of here. I can't take this anymore. No, you must witness your own reckoning. This all began on December 17th, 2015, when you refused to see The Force Awakens. Things got progressively worse after that, and you begin a downward spiral of Star Wars negativity. This is all you're doing and is a direct result of your lack of Star Wars spirit, Matt. No, no, it can't be. Your Honor, I motion for an immediate ruling in this case. No. I agree. I'm wholeheartedly appalled by this man's actions. The defendant will please rise. U.S. Federal Court 3263827 in the matter of Walt Disney Corporation versus Star Wars in character. No. Finds the defendant. No. Your Honor, wait. Who are you? My name is Lou Caltabiano, and I'm a proud member and fan of the Neozaz Entertainment Network. 
and I'm here to speak to you on behalf of the listeners of Star Wars in Character. Mr. Calta, uh, Clatu, Clamato, Lou, I... Please, may I address the court? Objection, Your Honor. This is a most preposterous interruption at this juncture of the proceedings. I'll allow it. Overruled. Ah, shit. Thank you, Your Honor. And it's me, Caltabiano. After years of exposure thanks to Neozaz, I was able to successfully win the election as mayor of Philadelphia. And I'm here today with hundreds of listeners that are right outside those doors. They came with me from all over the world. And we are here to let you know just how much we have enjoyed Star Wars and character over the years. And to ask you for some leniency in your ruling. The Swick folks may not be the brightest guys, or the most handsome guys, or the most hygienic or sweet-smelling guys, or the kind of guys who can pronounce the word moisture, or... Mayor Caltabiano, please. But what they are, Your Honor, are four friends who shared their love of Star Wars with the world for a while, and in the process, made a lot of people laugh. Is that so wrong? My God, look at them all. There's Eric, Jeff and Jason, Chelsea, Dan, Taylor, and Hernandez. There's Carmelo, Scott, Aaron, Cody, Adam A, Ricardo, Luke, Matt, Hillary, Jake, Barry, Samantha, Marcus. There's, there's too many to count. I, I think I get it now. They are the true meaning of Star Wars. Their Star Wars spirit helped me get back my Star Wars spirit. In light of this new testimony, I hereby dismiss all charges against the defendant. Wait, what's going on? Chris, Tim, where are you? What's happening to me? We've got one more stop on our walk down memory lane, and that is at the 2016 Christmas Spectacular, your Swickmas wish. Doing a bit of a reset on our holiday tradition, we set aside the Artmore Project for a bit, and we wanted to do another freeform Christmas special for 2016. Again, we turned to our online community, asking them what their Swickmas wish was, which just could be anything they wanted to talk about. And again, they came through for us big time this holiday season. All right, let's get back to the calls. Wade from Australia. We know Wade. Wade's awesome. Yeah. And he yeah. called in again, and he's got a great message. And here we go. G'day, guys. Wade from Australia. Just like to wish everyone a Merry Swickmas. Uh, it's been a you know it's been a pretty rough year for everybody with uh, all sorts of crazy shits going down. Uh, you know, we've lost some Star Wars icons, and um, yeah, I, I got married. Um, yeah. <laughs> So I think we all need to, you know, be cheered up. So my Swickmas wish is just for uh, you four idiots to keep doing what you're doing and give us another 12 months of fun and banter and incidental Star Wars crap. Um, oh, fuck. One, one second. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing something. I, I, don't, I don't know. What? 
Oh, have a look in the fucking kitchen. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't have it. No. Uh, oh, one. Uh, okay, one, one second. <sighs> anyway, I've, I've got to go. So, um, <laughs> yeah, have a have a merry Swickmas, everyone, and um, yeah, help me. <laughs> Oh, yes. oh, I oh love my Wade. God. Oh my God, he's fucking awesome! <laughs> yeah. So is Wade not coming to Pospero? I don't think he is. He not coming to- I, oh no! He might not come to more cherry juice. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Ever since he got married, he can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> Every married man is laughing their ass off. Every married oh, woman is that. pissed off. I didn't know where he was going with it too, and he was just like, "It's been a tough year, and all the deaths." I was like, "Oh, this is depressing." But then he <laughs> he had he had an agenda. He did, and well done. Again, we chose to use the word "spectacular" in our title for 2016. So again, that meant we had to have new songs. This time, we had songs from listeners that both performed them and sent in lyrics for us to perform. But this year, 2016. We had one set of performers that none of us were expecting, and it's safe to say, changed our musical specials forever. Along with these calls, there is a <laughs> caroling group called the Swick Cats, and that is hey. C-A-T-S. They are a group of musical cats, apparently, who have submitted some songs to play during this special. And <laughs> here's the first one. <laughs> Did somebody record that? Yes. Like some- I heard this and I was like, first, uh, we won't we'll get into the behind the scenes at the very end, but I'm going to reveal this part. I was sent this and I was sent the description. I'm like, okay. And I'm expecting like one cat, God knows what sound. And then I heard this and went, man, I mean, if, if it's, if you don't know, I mix all the songs that we do for our musical specials, and it's usually one person singing as maybe a finale finale with more. And I listened to this and went, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That is so good, it doesn't belong on our show. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> that was amazing. That belongs on a much better podcast than ours. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, that that should be viral like like and 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 go down in the annals of Star Wars forever. That was so good. <laughs> yeah. 
Though that is the last stop on our walk down memory lane, it's not all of the holiday specials we've done. Again, we have done 16 holiday-themed specials all online at the time I record this. And hopefully those aren't the last. I can't promise anything on behalf of everyone we need to do a special, but I can tell you there is one that is in planning and waiting to be done. And it's big. And this is not the year to do it. If I had a particular wish for that pending special, it would be that we'd all be in the same place to record it. Me, Tim, Chris, and Dave. And that obviously could not happen this year. I can't say that that will ever happen, or that there will or won't be any new Swickman specials in the future. But I can say that it's something we are all really proud to have done, and happy that they've been so well received over the years. Until we know for sure, we do have a long lineage of holiday shows to check out, and I'll list them in the show notes of this post. And stay tuned for who knows what in the future. But before we completely wrap up, I do have one more never-before-heard thing to share. And for that, we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the Swickmas Spectaculars with the never-before-heard outtake reel of the original Star Wars in Character Christmas Spectacular from 2012. Happy holidays, everyone. Let me see that gob. I love this bulb. Three shirt. <laughs> Shirting. <laughs> All right, sorry. Here we go. And you're staying here, too. Together, we'll create the best and... <laughs> I'm, I'm not... Sh- Damn it. You think this would be easy to read these lines? Let me see that. <laughs> okay. Here we go. And I just messed it up. Hold on. <laughs> Let's go back. Okay, ready? Let me see that door. I love this poem. And they're all starting to sound the same. All right. The troopers all struck a combative stance. Jukasa attacked him by six. Oh, I got to get my build, my fat Albert. <clears throat> ready? Hold on. How does he say? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's actually starting to pass, actually. <laughs> well, let me try that again. You know Dengar and Zuckus, and that is very stupid. Try again. I really thought Anakin Skywalker and Cream. Merry Christmas. Thanks, it's freezing out here. Uh-oh. There, never mind. What are you doing with the camera on the face and the fluids and the boy and the getting in the face and the sticky? It's all sticky now. Come on, what are you- get out of here. You leave that boy alone again. Uh. David Boy is the girls with the dirty talk and the tight pants and the dying with the things all tight and oh and the thing in the farm that gets to make him want a favorite brand named the Christmas. That made zero sense. Do a Christmas tree flim flam flam and the ball singer? <laughs> it is again. Tim's an asshole. Tim's a douchebag. Tim's a pile of shit. Tim's such an asshole. Tim's an asshole. Any one of those you like? I think I know what you're gonna say. Oh shit! Anyway, backstabbing brothers and confessing lovers. Just tell her you know. I know. It's the most. Tim tonic a tonic a tonic a tonic. Tim 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 tonic a tonic a tonic a Cosby. Tonic a tonic Bill Cosby. Oop wouldn't pop. How about a stabilizer calibrate? Christmas time. It's about. It's about fun. It's about. Ugh, try that again. Dashing through the snow of the so fucking blues. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. 
Tim, shut up. Tim, zip it. Tim, shut your pie hole. Tim, shut up. Tim, shit it. You don't want those two with the hair and the breastlaces and the hot pants and all. Oh, you can't be having that now. <laughs> you don't want those two with the hair and the breastlaces and the flammer, flammer, flam, flam. I don't know if good, but if you want me to do it again, I'll gladly do it. I could talk like that all day. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information. 